people mirror people. It's just like babies. It's just like the development part of our brain where when we see someone doing something in a way, we we continue to either create that behavior or we don't. So if I'm continuing negative, I'm going to attract negative people. If I'm continuing looking at the news because of the latest update on COVID-19 and that's all I'm talking about, I'm going to perpetuate that and continue to attract that, which is something, by the way, I do not want right now in my life. So whatever you put out there, all you have to think about is what you will get back. Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Well, hello everybody and welcome to 3Talk. You might be wondering, why do these ladies have cook up for us today? Well, the answer is the song. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. I'm sure you enjoyed my singing right there, but just like the song, it is true. And what the world needs right now is that love. Love is really the only thing that will keep us afloat. Love for others, love for ourselves, for our families and friends. And you know, we hear you. Like, how can you look at the world from a place of love when fear, concern, anxiety are very present right now? Well, our question to you is, how could you not? Love is giving you hope. Love gives you strength. Love gives you will and drive. And is that hope that we need to, to know that this will all be over soon and that you'll get to see and hug your loved ones again soon? Is that strength to endure this situation and to wake up every day and do everything you can to not only survive but thrive? And is that drive and will to make it one more day, one more time? And as they say, one more day, one day less. And, you know, did you know that people in some countries, like in Spain, are risking being fined? just so they can get to see their loved ones. Like couples are meeting up in secret at the supermarket, risking to be fine with 700 euros just because they miss that person so much. So when we say that love is what's going to keep us afloat, we really mean it. Love is that driving force that can make the unbearable bearable. And this is what we want to talk about today, how to invite more love, more positivity and more hope into your day so we've got six ways in which you can do that number one is repeat daily affirmations a simple but efficient trick especially when negative thoughts might be surfacing more frequently so instead of focusing on negative thoughts or even worse giving in to them start filling your head with positive daily affirmations that inspire you to see things differently will help you start shifting your energy so you can change your thinking and become more open to positivity. And as you open to the positive affirmations and start feeling more positive, over time, things in your life will change because you have changed your attitude. What do you think about that, Susie? 
I think affirmations are, um, oh, they're just brilliant, brilliant tool in order to strengthen the brain and reconnect its signals to be telling us positive messages so that we can act in a positive way. And I am such a fan of these and it has helped me no end. I would say probably over the past maybe four to five years, um, but recently um, where I've been working on my health, this has really come into effect. And I suppose just in terms of non-believers, because sometimes when I've said to my clients about affirmations and they've kind of like raised a few eyebrows, you know, affirmation comes from the Latin word affame and its original meaning is to make steady strengthen so to strengthen us by helping us believe in the potential of an action that we desire to manifest and I think it's really important that there's a lot of science behind these so for those of you non-believers it works and it works in a way that the brain only works in the present tense it doesn't work in the past it doesn't work in the future so if we are telling ourselves something in the present tense so for instance right now Last week, after a very hectic juggling week, family, work, balance, I decided what I needed was a statement, which was, I am a courageous, resilient, resourceful, energetic woman. Because these are the things I need in my life right now. (laughs) I need to be courageous to get over the fear of what's going on around me. I need to be resilient and build that mindset so that I can get through this period of time. I need to be resourceful for myself and my family to look at all different means and ways of coping and working right now. And I need to be energetic because I need energy in order to do all of the above. And I've been saying that to myself now only for the past five days and already it is working. So lots of people ask, well, how do you do it? It has to be, like I said, in present tense and it needs to be steering away from words of I don't want to or I should do or I to to saying that you are something so you are I am that person so it's like you're already what you want to be and our brain's a creature of habit so if you continue to say it it will become your reality and the processes inside your brain are there to help you succeed sometimes we just need to like help them I am such a fan of this and I think now more than ever in the world affirmations are a really quick responsive way to be able to get you positivity in your life beautiful Susie thanks for sharing that uh the trick number two that we've got is read or listen to some self-help books Um, and when we say books like you know insert your word here you could also be listening to podcasts so anything that is going to help you achieve what i'm about to explain Because the more that you can fill your brain with this whole positivity thing, the better. And one of the best ways to do this is with self-help style books. They are also a great source of distraction, offering practical advice on how to tackle a situation or deal with our feelings. And they are perfect to help us understand what is happening with us right now. And knowledge is power, my friends. And once we know, we can fix. So I've got a couple of books suggestions for you one of those could be the the monk who lost his ferrari by robin sharma fantastic book also not necessarily a self-help one but i particularly love the alchemist by paolo coelho it can show us quite a lot of things that are already inside us and we didn't know 
And another one perfect for this situation, for example, could be The Ecstasy of Surrender by Dr. Judith Orlov and how, you know, this will teach you how letting go of emotions and baggage can really help us get through situations with much more ease. Uh, Flair, I'm sure you've got many more recommendations for us. What do you have in store? I couldn't agree more. For me, one of the best ways of keeping that uplifting feeling is by learning, having that learner's mindset, having that ability to always realize that we are growing. We don't need to know all the answers, but the more we learn from other people's struggles and what they've been through and how there was light at the end of the tunnel, it helps us realize that things will pass, the difficult times will pass and things will get better. And everybody that still had love and hope in their minds always succeed in the long run. So I would say keep listening to podcasts. If you don't have a lot of time, Goldcast is great for a little uplift, five-minute uplift, or TED Talks. Keep learning. I think one of my favorite books would be to read at this time is Man's Search for Meaning. It's about a psychologist who went through the Holocaust and how he realized if he kept strong mind and thought of the reasons to live, then he would always be able to endure all the suffering he was enduring. And the other great book is The Choice, again, by Judith Olof. She is incredible for making you realize you can choose your thoughts, you can choose what you watch, you, choose, you can choose what you read. So definitely keep reading, keep listening, keep learning, and we will get through this in a much better way than we would have if we hadn't gone through the struggle, I think. Great suggestions, Fleur. Thank you. On to number three, which is trying to be less judgmental. Because let's face it, nothing can ruin your day or drag you down faster than judgmental eyes. And you guess, yes especially if these eyes are yours. So please, please, please be kind. And I mean kind with capital letters, like extra kind with you and those around you these days. Remember that this is a very unique situation, ones we have not experienced before, and there are a lot of feelings floating in the air. We are also requested to do plenty of things like work from home, care for your loved ones, educate and entertain children if you've got them, uh, keep your house clean and neat so not to go crazy, keep doing exercise to keep your feet and keep your, like, you know, your mind healthy, which, you know, all of those great and needed, but all at once, chaos. So try not to judge yourself if you do too little or too much. Just bear in mind your new normal is okay. It is absolutely fine. You're doing your very best and that is all that is required of you at this moment in time. So see what's your take on this? Well, I have to say, um, when we were talking about uh, judgmental today, I did have a little bit of a... <clears throat> because this is something that at times I have made into an Olympic sport on myself, I may add. And it finds out I'm really, really good at it. <laughs> and it's tough and it is tough. So if you're listening out there, this isn't something that is just easily changed or turned over. But here's the thing. The first thing is awareness, because I know some people that are not even aware 
that that they may be doing that. And there's an amazing quote that I love, which makes me laugh every time. It's actually anonymous. And it says, I'm grateful that I'm not as judgmental as all those censorious, self-righteous people around me. The irony of that quote. And yet, obviously, it is in our nature, um, in all of our nature, to be judgmental. But it's not useful or helpful to us. So I suppose now is the biggest time in terms of where I'm really pulling on all my resources to try and quieten down that judgmental voice, tone, critic, whatever you want to call it, because I do feel like my expectations might not be made being met in terms of time management. And therefore, I am judging myself in terms of what I'm achieving. I am trying to be healthier. But when I doesn't go the way that I want it to, I am trying to quieten down that voice from not judging me for being at the fridge. And it is work in progress. And there's many different ways you can look at it. But the first thing that I always say is awareness. So having that awareness is great. But then what do I do with that awareness? Understand what it is that is causing that. Or if you're judging yourself, or let's just say you're judging someone else, try and put yourself in their shoes. And I always say, if it's about yourself, then try and put yourself in um, somebody else's shoes looking at you. Give yourself some compassion. And I've learned a lot of this from you, Flo. And accept. Acceptance is key to this. So once you're beginning to understand what it's all about and you're quite aware of it, just accepting where you are right now and just knowing that, you know, you will, you can change bit by bit and just take the pressure off yourself and just, just see it for what it is and nothing else with no opinion or no judgment. And one big one for me, and this is being taught to me right now, again, with the help of Fleur, is love and compassion to yourself and being kind. So in the moments where you do find yourself there, because we all do, um, I'm sure over the next coming weeks and months, we all will. It's just accepting, loving and forgiving. And if you can do that with each and every day that passes, you're going to be in a much better place and you'll probably change your behaviour and thought patterns around how you judge yourself. Very nicely put, Susie. Thank you. So that leads on to number four, which is make your care a priority. And I would add mental uh, health care. Because mm-hmm. if you have any personal hang up, anxieties, worries, it can obviously affect how you feel. It will also affect who and what you attract into your life. So if you can, find a coach or support line and begin the process of working through things because they can they can support you and help you to get back on track so you can create and maintain that more positive loving and fulfilled life and you know there are plenty of free and discounted offerings right now so if you're thinking budget is and might be an issue it is definitely not Look for the ones that would fit you best and give your care a chance because now more than ever, this is a time that you need to look after yourself as much, if not more, than you're looking after others. So please look out there. Look for that free stuff I was saying. If you can and if you can afford it, look for a coach to help you get in through this. But, you know, the support is there. Just seek it out. Do not think that you need to go through this on your own because it's not. This is definitely a time 
for all of us to get together to support one another and to help each other get through this the best possible way. What's your take on this, Flo? What would you say? I think it's just so important because we definitely don't see our blind spots. None of us are perfect. There's all, all of us have areas that we can't see that are obstacles and that worry us. And if we can get somebody in who is good at that thing, for me, I've got Susie now being my business coach. So she's helping me through my blocks with business. And I couldn't even see those blocks before. And I think if there's anything in your life that you think is really holding you back or making you worried or making you anxious and stopping you expressing your full self, then to have somebody who really is good in that area and can help you see the areas that you, one that you're not seeing and can gently move you forward, it is priceless. So I would definitely say get the support you need and be honest with yourself. Nobody has it all together in every area of their life and that is okay. Again, it's about going back to being kind to yourself and being honest to yourself and being brave enough to reach out and say to somebody who you know is good at that part of their life, please help. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. Thank you, Flair. So on to number five, which is give what you want to receive. If you want more love in your life, then be more loving. And if you want to feel more grateful, practice gratitude every day. It really works in any situation. And, uh, you know, I'm a firm believer in the universe and vibration force. So, of course, this resonates deeply with me. But even if you don't, you probably have noticed those days in which you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and all of a sudden everything that you do on the day goes wrong. And equally, you may have spotted days in which you wake up and you're just feeling happy just because. And then every single thing in your day just aligns. It just works out how you wanted it. Well, this principle works in the exact same way. It's projecting what you want and getting it. So what do you have to say on that, Susie? I love, love, love this topic. <laughs> I 100% believe that whatever you put out there, you get back. So I know for a fact, and we were just talking about this earlier, if my mood is low and I'm not in a great place and I'm thinking of it negatively, then guess what? The rest of the day becomes exactly that. It's a slog. Every, you know, it's the glasses that I've put on that day, isn't it? And it's not just my perception, it is the energy. We're all life um, sources. We're all just energy. And it goes back to negative, um, positive neurons. What is vibrating out there is literally going to come back your way. So, I mean, the, the, the whole philosophy behind it literally is, you know, if you've got positive or negative thoughts, that's the experiences that you're going to bring back into your life. So if it's more negative, they're the experience you bring back. If it's more positive, they're the experience you bring back. And this can go on for anything. It can go on for money. Um, it could go on for relationships, um, romance, whatever you want to look at it. Now, the reason why I love this so much is people mirror people. It's just like babies. It's just like the development part of our brain where when we see someone doing something in a way we we continue to either create that behavior or we don't so if i'm continuing negative i'm going to attract negative people if i'm continuing looking at the news because of the latest update on 
COVID-19 and that's all I'm talking about, I'm going to perpetuate that and continue to attract that, which is something, by the way, I do not want right now in my life. So whatever you put out there, all you have to think about is what you will get back. And an amazing book that I read years ago on this, um, and I'm sure it's still around because it's probably one of the founded books on it, is The Basics of Abraham by Esther and Jerry Hicks. It's The Law of Attraction. I think it's one of the first ones written. And it really is about showing you that all the things that are brought to you from the universe, whether you want them or not, you've got to understand stems from you. So the force of what you're putting out there will create your reality. And it is so important. It'll create the reality of you and the other people lives around you. So it is so key that if you can understand this, just what this one thing can totally unlock people's potential. And it just will ultimately lead you to attract more of what you do want and less of what you don't want. And for people, again, you know, I've had clients and, and even uh, my partner, when you explain things like this and they go, really? I would just say there's lovely, this is a lovely quote by uh, Martin Luther King. And it's take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. Trust me, when you start to be more positive, you do create that in your life. You just have to believe and just just ultimately take the first step. So I think more now than ever, we all want to attract positivity into our lives and um, health. And if that's something you really want, think about that today because it is, it is attainable. I love that. It all it takes is one step. So on to number six, our last one, which is make a love dream board. So dream boards are collages or a collage of evocative images that remind you of the things that you want to manifest, the things that you want to attract or have in your life. So why not create a board to remind you what love is or what love means to you? And once you create it, we recommend that you put this in places that are visible, like your phone, put it up on a wall, whatever. Uh, you can in your house or in your devices near you so whenever you're feeling down anxious angry you can look at them and remind you what this is all about I think this is a very powerful visual uh, reminder of what you really need and what you really want in life and it really does help put everything into perspective because you're constantly reminding yourself why you're doing these things why are you getting through this time why are you doing what you're doing and it really helps easing out that feeling that anxious feeling or you know fear feeling so definitely give it a go put that dream board up in your houses lovely people listening to us what would you say to those wanting to do these dream boards Lair? i was actually talking about this last night with my 13 year old daughter we were saying, what can we do in the Easter holidays, although we can't go outside? And she said, mum, remember that vision board we did a few years ago where we cut out all the pieces from magazines and we, I put it up on my door and it reminded me of all the things I love to do. So this is really good timing today because I've got all the magazines out and that is what we're going to do next week because it does remind you of all the things you love and when you're reminded of all the things you love, you just have a higher energy for everything. And if you think of it from a neuroscience perspective, our brain works in pictures. So if we're seeing pictures that remind us of good things all the time, 
we are going to feel good things. When we feel good things, we do good things. So it's basically that cycle, that knock-on effect, that ripple effect. And there is still so much, even though we're locked indoors, I just feel there's so much good. I mean, my daughters have never cleaned up before, and I can hear my youngest daughter now clanging downstairs while she empties the dishwasher, puts the washing on, and it's because she wants to feel good about herself. And she can't feel good by running around the park. She can't feel good by going to meet her friends. So she's finding a different outlet. And that's making me feel good and proud of a daughter that's trying to help. So I think just sharing that love and seeing those lovely vision boards will help us be more lovely to all the people around us. So I think it's really important. Beautifully put. And good luck to you and your daughters with those dream boards. Uh, so this was it from all of us this week. We hope that we have managed to help you get through one more week with a bit more kindness and love. And as always, if you want us to help you or cover any particular topics, please drop us a comment and let us know. We will be happy to look into those. And thanks as always for joining us one more week. And if you have not done so yet, uh, do not forget to subscribe and to share so we can help as many people as possible. Have a good week. See you all soon. Much love and stay safe.